I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurser. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Emil A.S.H. coming to you again live from the new Podcast Network Asia Studios. Thank you to everybody who uh, joined the YouTube chat agad because the party had to start at 7 p.m. Paren. And we apologize that we had to start a little bit late because, again, it's the first time that we're actually recording from the PNA Studios. So brand we had new, to figure everything new out. PNA Studios, it mm. has to be said. Pasalamat mo na natin si ano, Babyface producer Mike in the control room for figuring everything out over the last 10 minutes. All right. Uh, Rest, Mike. Shout out as well to Mike our Owen. bosses here <laughs> over at PNA for uh, making it happen, making the move happen right in time for the holidays. Kayon, uh, we're actually one of the first few podcasts uh, who's able to record and live stream from the new PNA studio. So, really excited to be here and daminati pag uusapan. First, hi to everybody. Hello, hello to everyone. We are now here in the brand new PNA studios, as Stan mentioned. And not only did our bosses make this happen for us, but they are also in the process of making other things happen in the pipeline. So because uh, the world has restarted and PNA has restarted, we have this news. We have these new digs. A lot of other things are in store for all of you and for all of us. Yeah, Emil, what's up? Hey, um... finally got to meet you. Yes, it's uh so good to be here at the new PNA Studios and also to finally meet uh Ro and Stan in person. Um again, mga idol ko to, eh. I've been listening to these guys since I was in high school and now I got to meet them in person. So, um glad to be here. Yeah, uh sabi ni Ro, we're planning some events, we're planning some stuff uh here at the new PNA Studio. So abang-abang lang as we get everything in order. Uh Julian is loving the new Hurt Business shirt that Emil's wearing. So that's actually part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Pasabay program. So is the I'm Your Poppy shirt that I'm wearing. And you can be part of our Pasabays going forward if you become a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. Yeah, maraming ganap. So uh, a lot of things happened. These shirts came in. Uh, we also had our Royal Rumble PLE 
watch party. So we didn't watch a, a single stream on Disney on on you know on Discord because we all have. I'm assuming we all have Disney Plus uh, subscriptions. Oh, for nothing yet. Uh, and uh, we were able to watch it on our own screens at our own time at our own pace. So what we offered was a live party environment atmosphere, if you will. So um, we were able to trade banter, uh, talk about talk shit about everything that was happening, uh, talk shit about the Mountain Dew pitch black match, which which was a total fail, and a whole bunch of stuff. So we had a lot of fun was had, and you can be a part of that as well, and get our pasabais too if you sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, only for five dollars or around two hundred seventy five pesos. Uh, you get access to our Discord community where we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. You get access to our exclusive review content where we talk about where I review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, uh, Dynamite, Rampage, uh, pay-per-views uh, from WWE and AEW, and Rowan reviews local live events. And also our Pasabais, as you see here, um, as you have might have seen in our social media, a whole bunch of our patrons and friends have gotten their authentic, legit, 100%. Uh, WWE merch. It took a while, but it, it did arrive. So uh, you can be a part of that too. I think we're planning one quite relatively soon. Yep. I, th- I think that's in the works. So we'll let you know and then we'll open. Uh, we'll, we'll probably let them know ahead so that they can sign up and then uh, and take take advantage of that sweet, sweet deal and yung mass padala dito sa Pilipinas. So again, WWE Shop, Shop AEW, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, all bunch of other places that you can buy from online when you subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. All right, and dami natin pag-uusapan this week. So let's come in hot with our first bit of news from outside the ring. And that is Kota Ibushi officially becoming a free agent. So in announced to ng New Japan Pro Wrestling on their website as of January 31, nag-expire na yung contract ni Kota Ibushi Oy, yeah. from NJPW. So he joins Tetsuya Naito on the free agent list. And right now, He's been booked for GCW or Game Changer Wrestling that's happening in March. And meron ding rumors ngayon that Kota Ibushi might actually be uh, competing for Ryzen, which is an MMA promotion, in an exhibition match with former Senator Manny Pacquiao. So, okay, let's break all of this down one by one. Let's start first with Kota Ibushi actually being a free agent. He hasn't wrestled since October 2021. Ro, where do you see him going from here? A whole bunch of places. So... Uh, he's probably most obviously moving to America because there's equity among the American Western fans. So a lot of people will be expecting him to show up at AEW because it's the only natural landing place. But right now, he's free to do whatever. Um, he's had issues with Japan, New Japan not clearing him despite him being fine. Uh, he was hurt really bad uh, in 2021. And... Uh, he took some time to recover and then he recovered, but they wouldn't let him on for some reason. And he got mad at that. And now he was able to secure his release. And now I'm guessing he's rested enough to do whatever and whatever being an exhibition match with Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> I go, Emil, where do you want to see Kota Ibushi? Honestly, everywhere. Because I don't think Kota Ibushi is a type of wrestler that... He, he just want to be tied down with a single company. I mean, even before, um, in NJPW, he didn't really sign an exclusive contract with NJPW. He was technically a freelancer for the first, like, what, four years in his stay in New Japan. 
he signed the contract when they uh, decide to uh, give him the championship. So, I know. I think papagpatuloy lang yung pagiging freelancer niya. He wants to wrestle everywhere that he he desires and wants. So, kahit saan, I think Kota is one of those guys na no matter where he works, people will come because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Okay, itong tanong. Do you want to see Kota Ibushi versus Manny Pacquiao? That's something that I think I'm going to be interested in because it's two different worlds. And Manny Pacquiao is Manny Pacquiao is one of our own. And Kota Ibushi, of course, for us wrestling fans, one of the best in the industry. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a crossover of two worlds. And I think um there's gonna be a crossover appeal. Like a lot like more Filipinos will get to know Kota Ibushi more and maybe they'll get interested in Japanese wrestling and in pro wrestling in general. So oh. it's a welcome crossover for me, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> May, may guapo, may sexing hapon. Kalaban ni Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Would uh, Manny Pacquiao even know who Ibushi is? It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, then. There's, a, there's a related question from our friend, college friend, Eunice Braga, who's tuned in. Hey, Eunice. So, ang tanong niya, bakit magpapabugbog si Manny Pacquiao? The answer is, wala na siyang pera. <laughs> I mean, what else? Why else would you would you take... Uh, why else would you take uh, a, a money fight like that, diba? Yeah, Manny Pacquiao in his 40s, diba? uh, having gone through everything he's gone through in his boxing career, uh, a senatorial campaign, a presidential campaign, and all of that. I don't know. I'm not sure if uh, this is a good idea for Pacquiao. For, I, I think Kota Ibushi will win more than Manny Pacquiao w- uh, will in a situation like this. This is an MMA fight, it has to be said. So unless Manny is st- suddenly training in Muay Thai and, uh, and Jiu-Jitsu, uh, I don't think he has a shot against an actual kickboxer in Kota Ibushi. Yeah, so um, not not a good idea if I were Manny. Uh, Ilang, just p- want to put that out there. But uh, for the sake of Kota Ibushi actually getting more publicity and becoming a bigger name in mainstream sports, hell yeah, I want to see this happen. Yeah, I, I want to see it happen for the memes. It, it will be fertile meme territory. No, it's not that. Kota Ibushi will actually have the honor of getting to punch a Philippine senator. A Philippine homophobe. <laughs> Yes. So you know, not not everybody gets to do that. So you just know. remember that uh, Ibushi is a gay icon. Yes. Yep. yep. That he is. Actually, when when I saw this the headline this morning, I thought it was a joke. Because sobrang sobrang layo eh. Like Kota Ibushi does Mari Pacquiao. Yep. Like <laughs> it. It's something that no one ever thought of until lumabas tong rumor nito. So it, it's wild. I woke up this morning with a wild uh, headline of uh, seeing this one. Gusto pala namin i-dedicate tong news bit to kay Reddit Regal. Kasi sinabi kay niya... Kay admin Reddit oh, Regal. Kay admin Reddit Regal. Alang-alang lang sa kanya. Kaya namin to in-include sa agenda ngayong gabi. Yeah, that's, that's not... It's not taken to the fact that, you know, I actually saw the news and put it in. That's It's all for him. It's all for Reddit Regal. Kasi he contributed this piece of news to our agenda. Oh, maraming salamat, admin Reddit Regal. Kaya natin to na walang droga. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to be reviewing the Royal Rumble. We'll talk about our reactions to Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley winning and Sami Zayn's epic, epic moment. All of that coming up in a bit. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And we're back. Uh, it's time for us to talk about the Royal Rumble. So we got to start off with the big piece of, uh, the, the biggest talking point coming out of the premium live event. And that was Sami Zayn's moment. So, ang dami nang nasabi about this all over social media. If you want to read yung thread ni Myth Gifs, go right ahead. She has a lot to say about that as well. Uh, but I want to get yung takes ninyo because like all of us uh, were expecting this to happen at some point. But did you think it was going to happen at the Royal Rumble premium live event? Let's start with you, Emil. Um, dito sa podcast, I've been saying over the last few weeks na the turn will happen at the Elimination Chamber. But looks like uh, mas napaaga ng onte. Um, I, I thought they were really building into like Siguro a mania match between Roman and Sami. I really do. But after the events of the last week, even though gusto ko ng Sami Roman at Mania, the Elimination Chamber match that is rumored to ha- to be to be happening between Roman and Sami, okay niya kasi hometown ni Sami, eh. so it's gonna be a big big time match, and. I, I didn't think the, the the turn would happen at Rumble, but I'm glad it did. Igaro, what did you feel about this cinematic moment? I knew the turn would happen at the Rumble. Because they set it up. They set up the the final test kumbaga, for, for Sami Zayn. And we were talking about this on, on the Picks of the Week episode, which you should definitely go listen to because we poured our heart and soul into that. Uh, we We said that we didn't expect to go home from the Royal Rumble empty-handed. Right? So there was a tease. There was a major hint that something big was about to go down. And for me, I think it wasn't going to be acceptable if it wasn't the eventual implosion of the bloodline. Of Sami Zayn. I didn't expect Jey Uso. That's a whole different story. But I knew that it had to happen because... Malapit tayo WrestleMania. Yes, uh, Elimination Chamber is from Montreal, is at Montreal. But uh, all signs were pointing to the fact that there was something going to be set up, which was probably involving Sami going against Roman. So um, it had to be that. And I don't think for me it could have been anything else. Sobrang ganda because uh, everybody just played their part so well. Particularly Jay Uso. Kasi uh, yung pag-walk out niya through everything was such a glass-shattering moment. It really took us back to 2020. Now, when you think about it, sa kanya nagsimula, di ba? Jay Uso was the first person that Roman Reigns literally broke and defeated en route to this huge run that he's had carrying on into 2023. And Emil, you asked us on, on Discord during the watch party na for someone like uh, Kevin Owens who is a babyface right now, but also did so many heelish things. How can you excuse everything he's done, right? Uh, wh- where did that question come from before I give you my take on it? Again, um, I was just, uh, while watching the match, I was just thinking about stuff. And 
you know, people are really behind Kevin Owens, pero inisip ko, in, naisip ko din yung mga, yung past few years. He, he was a heel for a really long time and his gimmick is literally like backstabbing people, betraying people, um, lying to people. And then now, you know, this. so y- yun lang yung naisip ko din. But, I actually love uh, your explanation to my question. Oh, yeah. let me ano, let me explain first yung yung rebuttal ko yeah. kay Emil, no? I I told Emil right after our uh, watch party on Discord na when you take a look at Kevin Owens, yung character niya at the heart of it is a prize fighter. He fights so he can win money for his family. Kapag naging champion siya, edi okay, mas maraming pera, di ba? So everything he's done in his career is in the service of making more money for his family. Contrast that with Roman Reigns, who is a megalomaniac, he is power-hungry, he's a gaslighter, and he's a manipulator. All, all, all of the worst things you can be, diba? Uh, especially for a straight male. So he, uh, he, he's the worst piece of, uh, of, of human trash that, that there is, diba? When people in the Alamo Dome were yelling, F you Roman, he deserved it, diba? What does he ultimately want? He just wants to have all the power. So very different yung motivations in a Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns' characters, which is why I say na you can actually still root for KO as a babyface kasi may pinanggagalingan siyang ultimately na parang medyo okay na purpose as opposed to Roman, who's just a megalomaniac. I mean, beyond all of that, like, are you saying that people can't change, people can't grow, people can't involve, uh, you know, take part in a uh, character development arc? Are you supposed to hold them to what they were? What, what, what was it? Seven years ago? Uh, six years ago? Eight? However uh, long it was. Nine years ago? Yeah, nine years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's true, no, no. So. Um, yun. Pag di lang pumasok sa utak ko na ganun, okay. <laughs> May sense din pala yung uh, why people are suddenly rooting for, for KO uh, over Roman. Itong si Jason, daming alam. Si Roman yun yung describe ko. Ikaw yung nag-accuse sa akin na may iba akong pinaparingan eh. Daming alam ni Jace eh. Okay, uh, any other thoughts on, uh, on this turn? Because people are saying na, hey, Montreal, diba? Elimination Chamber, Sami Zayn is probably going to be in the main event. But do any of you think na this should be the WrestleMania match, not Cody Rhodes? You already know my answer to that. So, Emil, you go first. In my heart of hearts, I still want Roman versus Sami to be the main event of WrestleMania because uh, the WrestleMania is supposed to be a combination of a year-long or how many long uh, months of storyline. And everything that has happened throughout the last year is building up towards this Roman and Sammy match. So, I know, napaka, for me, it's inorganic if Roman and Cody will main event. Yung mas, uh, mas madramang main event is Roman versus Sammy. Are we already talking about the Cody win? Like, is this... Um... We can segue into that, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, everyone's right. Um, people are, have been saying it online. People have been uh, talking about it on podcasts. People have been chattering on the Twitter about this pickle of a situation. So, no, I don't think Cody should be um, the one with a title shot. I don't think he should be the one with a championship win. Yes, it was predestined for him, it seemed. But also, it isn't. Like, life uh, throws a wrench into plans and... Um, Sami Zayn just had his own groundswell of support, not organic. And here's the thing. Um, the one thing I didn't like about New Japan was that they were so stuck on their long-term story. Gedo was always stuck on his long-term story. 
Like no matter what people would say, no matter who people would cheer, he had a plan and he would stick to it. And while that is admirable for a create for a wrestling booker, being that flexible is just gonna piss a lot of people off. It's likely to piss your fans off. And if they are headed this way to uh for this WrestleMania season, if we are sticking to the plan of Cody win- comes back, Cody wins the Rumble, people still cheer Cody, yes, but uh, people are also cheering Sami Zayn. I think there will be a significant part of the fan base that will be turned off. And I don't care if it's not the people who are in the stands, who are in the seats in the live audience. Like, okay, maybe those people are going to cheer Cody, but uh, that there there remains a fact that you are still ignoring uh, a wide section of your fans who genuinely love Sami Zayn because of the things you made Sami Zayn do and the you know situations you put Sami Zayn in, the scenes you put him in. So you can't just do this and leave him hanging. Okay, so zooming out of that, we're going to go to the Men's Royal Rumble. Because ultimately, dito naman talaga yung uh, starting point of the road to WrestleMania. So, uh, you know, much has been said about the 2022 Rumble and the chaos that it was. 2023, did you enjoy the Men's Royal Rumble? Yes, definitely. It, it, it was so much better than the 2022 Rumble because of a lot of things. First of all, the Cody win. I mean... Uh, people expected him to to win, but the way he did it kind of surprised me. He he entered at number thirty, pero I felt like he still had to work for the win because he went up against Gunther in this in those last uh ten minutes of the match, which uh, we talked about as well during the pick of pick of the week episode. And ane um mas madaming mga entrance na who matters. And uh, even though there wasn't really any surprise entrance, the match itself was was really good. There was a lot of storytelling. There, there was a lot of feuds. There was a lot of uh, uh, matches that were even, that were set up during that rumble. So this rumble, uh, really good for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, the rumble was really good. People were right to praise it. Some people were crazy for not liking it. We'll talk about that in a bit. But this was a really well structured rumble and. They, it was like the, the the rumble that uh, cared about wrestling the most. I think I say it's not just Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, but it's also Cody and Gunther and Triple H making Gunther uh, a legit force in his on his roster. So I like that um, it wasn't just your usual. Uh, it wasn't your. It wasn't even your usual at all. Uh, your usual legend heavy, surprise heavy. Um, gimmick match it really felt like a match with you know with reverence to the actual stakes on the line which is um uh, a shot at the world heavy at the uwu championship at rest at the main event of wrestlemania so a lot of times the rumble doesn't quite feel like that it's just an exercise in uh throwing people off the top rope which is fine yes it's the idea but um this rumble felt like it was the realest, if you will. What do you guys think of the fact now we only really had two surprises in Booker T and Logan Paul? Uh, yun ang ano, um, the rumble match was still great even though there were only two surprise entrants. So that speaks volumes to how people really loved the rumble and how the rumble went, uh, you know, throughout the how the rumble match went because they 
don't need to rely on legends, surprise appearances, just so that uh, ma entertain yung tao sa Royal Rumble match. The, the the thing that I love with this is you really need to watch the match in order for you to you know to to love it. Hindi lang yung uh, may mga certain points lang na may papasok na legend na ganito tapos after that wala na attention span mo dun sa match so um, this was a well-connected match from beginning to end yeah I, I'm, I'm not a big uh, surprise entrant guy like I say to me the surprise entrants you know they're not gonna win they're not gonna stick around to if nobody thinks they're gonna win di pa naman nanalo si Carlito no, no 2021 no di naman nanalo si so um Edge made the most sense as a surprise entrant. Because you know Edge could stick around and actually challenge for the UWU Championship, which he did like two years ago, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I'm okay with no surprise entrants. Uh, people are so hung up on wanting their surprise guys. Chris Masters, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they wanted uh, Jay White. Uh, they wanted uh, Naito. So, yeah, those guys can stick around. But not having them didn't make the rumble bad for me. You know, like, I would much rather be restricted to the guys who are on the roster right now and uh, have a legit or, you know, have a legit claim to a championship shot. All right, let's talk about Cody Rhodes, the big elephant in the room. Came out at number 30 after having been announced as uh, one of the first Royal Rumble entrants about the start of the year. So did the Cody Rhodes win feel right? Ro, I know you have a lot of feelings, so I emil muna tayo. Um, for me, yes. Because other than Cody, who who else should win the Rumble? I mean, Sammy, but he was, wasn't in the match. So other than Sammy... I feel like this rumble was destined for for Cody, and they palang ano eh, uh, hindi na nila pinakomplikado. Like Cody's the obvious winner. He he won the match. Fuck this guy. Like <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck this guy. I mean, it's okay, fine. Nobody else could have won the match. But how are you going to be a conquering hero if you show up at number thirty? You you wrestled a whole match with a fully torn pectoral muscle. You disgusted the entire world by showing them your ube chest. And you want me to believe that your roads to WrestleMania starts at being number 30, the easiest spot in the whole Royal Rumble, you know? Like, I would have I would have had fewer feelings, fewer strong feelings about this if he started at number two, you know, or number at least number 15. You know, like it's not a facey move. A lot of people have been sharing this opinion. It's not a facey move to enter at number 30, to win at number 30, even though you go through the final boss who that is Gunther. Uh, the fact remains that he spent the whole hour and 10 minutes in the match and you did not. And I don't care if you're coming back from injury. If you were going to be a conquering hero, if you were, uh, tough enough to brave your uh, injured chest, then you could have toughed out starting the whole match uh, at the beginning. So, well, it, it doesn't do anything for me. It's a bad look for Cody. Obviously, this is uh, a problem of creative. Uh, it's obviously not him unless he demanded himself that I start at number 30 and I win the match. Uh, it's just really bad optics all around and I can't believe they greenlit that. Teka, ito. Devil's Advocate, ah. 
What about John Cena in 2008 who also came back from injury, came out at number 30 to a huge babyface reaction and went on to win the Royal Rumble? What about Edge in 2010? What about Triple H in 2002? That guy was a surprise. John Cena was a surprise. Yeah, surprise. Nobody knew he was coming back. But this guy, he announced he was coming back. He announced he was going to WrestleMania and started at number 30. So parang in announcement, okay, nandito ako. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take the whole thing. Pero dun ako sa dulo. So, you know, it's really it's not a it's not a facey move at all. It's not it's not something that's befitting of a hero that he wants to be, you know. Hindi naman baby face yung also surprise ko lot. I'm going to come back at number 30. My name is John Cena and everybody loved it. People still go back to John Cena to this day in 2008 as one of the better Royal Rumble wins in history. So what makes John Cena different from Cody Rhodes? John Cena was a surprise. I'm going to leave it at that. His Yung ano niya, uh, yung return to form was, I remember this clearly because I was watching the, the Rumble live sa shopping center. Sa UP? Yeah, sa UP. <laughs> I, I had a morning class and, you know, I had time to kill. So I was watching it sa, sa Green Shop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> R.A.P. Yeah, R.A.P. Green Shop. Uh, we didn't know back then that he was coming back. Like, the prognosis was... Uh, Hanggang WrestleMania injury Yeah. So I think the baby face pop came from the fact that he... It was a clear overcoming of his... Uh, it was a clear overcoming of his injury. And he wasn't pompous about it. He wasn't, he wasn't a self-important ass about it. He didn't have months worth of video packages talking about himself and his r- road to recovery. So he wasn't a self-centered dick. About Eto, the whole thing. Glenn has a good question in the comments. Would you have felt the same way if Cody did not announce his return? Maybe. I mean, felt the same way. Probably not. Uh, sige, I'll give it to him now. Okay, nice surprise. Uh, I would have been okay with that. Like, he, did, he didn't go through the whole process of grandstanding and uh, just, you know… Giving uh, us weeks of vignettes. Yeah, give, building up the hype. When you, I don't know, problem. He built up the hype, and he it he wanted to be this uh, big conquering figure, but but he did, it was not that. Eto tanong ni Janelle, kayfabe wise, di naman nila pinipili yung number eh. So paano ko si yes, si Cody, <laughs> and he drew number thirty. Do you really believe that? Yeah, no so way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are right, any other feelings about Cody Rhodes before we talk about Big Walt? Wait, see, Eunice has a question. Maybe factor by fact, the Nepo baby's Cody Rhodes as a reason. Um, it's not. The, it's not the fact that he's a Nepo baby because there are a lot of people who are Nepo babies, like Orton, Cena. Yeah, no, yeah, Cena is technically a Nepo baby, but his dad wasn't. You know, at, at the top of the, he wasn't in WWE. My problem with Cody is not because he is a Rhodes. So that, let's make that clear. Uh, being a Rhodes does not make you an asshole. Being an asshole makes you an asshole. <laughs> I don't know, para clear. Oh, no problem with the Cody Rhodes win. I actually cried on the live stream <laughs> no, I mean, when that, it happened. You can win. He can win. Emil was right. Nobody else could have won that match technically. Like yeah. Sammy wasn't in the match. Yeah. I just wished he came out earlier and toughed out this because people were cheering the whole Hell in a Cell performance. The man had half a titty. Yeah, <laughs> people like that. So why couldn't he do that? The man still has half a titty. No, he, no, it's surgically repaired now. <laughs> 
All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Gunther, the ring general, who's become a made man, as if he wasn't a made man already, after that marathon man performance in the Royal Rumble match. Longest time spent in a 30-man Royal Rumble match at 1 hour and 11 minutes. This man, this man, holy crap. If you're believer after this Royal Rumble, I don't know what you're watching. Yeah. I, I know how the sausage is made for matches like this, but I won't, you know, I won't break, I won't shatter that glass for you. But despite that, the fact that you can be out there for an hour without water, without food, you know, just, just toughing it out based on your physical stamina and still have a generally active seven-minute stretch of match where you are still performing at a high level. This man... Uh, is on another level. Like, um, he didn't just lose weight. He proved that he is in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Uh, Emil, what did you think about seeing Gunta's performance? If you are still having doubts about Gunta, if you still have concerns about him in the main roster, this performance should erase any of that. Because he's now a main event star, I think, in the WWE in the main roster. And I think now he's like the second, at least second best heel in the in the company. See you first, Roman. Still, still Roman. But a close second is Gunta. And whenever Roman would would lose the titles and maybe go on a break or something, expect Gunter to be that number one heel in the company. That's how much I believe in this man. And this performance has reiterated my faith in him that he's gonna be fine uh, in the main roster. I just want Gunther to get something for lasting this long in a Royal Rumble match. He deserves some sort of reward coming out of the Rumble. Yeah, I proposed actually on, on Discord. Um, I want him to have... Uh, actually, not just him, but uh, moving forward, the person who gets eliminated last should have something. Because even no matter how long you stay there, if even if it's an hour and seven minutes or ten minutes or uh, one minute or so, um, you should still have... Uh, something for being um, the the last guy to get out of the match. And especially because Gunther had an Ironman performance, he should get the next shot after whoever wins the championship at WrestleMania. Yeah, not, not a bad idea. Okay, uh, before we get to our next talk point, did you guys know now of the, 30, uh, of the 29 people in the Royal Rumble match, some men's, only four of them were under the age of 30. Oh, I, wow. I heard that stat on uh, the Mass Man show. That's right. So, I got Emil. Can you name the four guys? Okay, so, um, uh, Austin Theory. Oh, that's one. Uh, who else? Um, <laughs> you don't have to pull up the whole list. Yeah, the, pull, the whole <laughs> okay. list. Let's pull up yeah. the whole you, list. Have, you have Austin Theory. Um, okay. Uh, so Emil's looking at the list right now yeah, para the, sa mga live. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I would know who's also like like uh maka age score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, let me just see right, that. Right, let, me, let me pull it up. I'm about to internet that today. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make your guesses, man. Oh, make a guess, Emil. Don't you remember who was in the rumble? May isang ex-kundan, di mo alam? Oh! Oh, si uh, Dominic. Oh, yun. Yeah, yeah, um, Dominic... Ah, uh, sino pa ba? Um, may isa doon kupal. May isa malaking bulas. Oh, uh, Otis? Not Otis. Oh, not Otis, Otis is over 30. Um, Pero close. Who else? Um, wait, let me just put... Uh, Sabi ko malaking bulas. Sino pa ba yung mga malaking bulas sa Rumble? The crypto scammer and pig abandoner. 
Oh, Logan Paul is under 30? Yes, yes. he's 27. Yeah. Wow. And then the malaking bulas is Omos. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Omos, Omos is 27. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So four guys. All right, let's talk about Logan Paul. So that oh, was the man. setup for Logan Paul. Uh, he came back and he made a viral moment out of, uh, you know, that that uh, moment with Ricochet in midair, that collision. And finally, he's embracing new natural heel persona, niya, which I, I don't know why it took them this long, but I'm happy that this is happening. And it looks like Logan Paul and Seth Rollins are going to tango at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm okay with Logan Paul being back as a heel because if you have been keeping tabs about Logan Paul recently, He's not the guy you want to cheer for. <laughs> and so kudos, I guess, to WWE and to Logan himself for realizing that people are not going to root for him anytime soon. So I'm glad that he, ha you know, he uh, had a change of heart and he welcomed uh, being booed by the audience. He didn't put that Like, did yeah. he embrace that? Too. I'd like I know, to think so. I think, yeah. Because you know how he is. He he wants to, he wants he <laughs> he's a spade. He wants to be the face, and I, I think, I, you would be blind as hell. You would be you know lacking so much self awareness if you didn't think that you were the heel in all of this. But in the match with the yeah, baby faces. Baby faces. Okay, yeah. so, all right. And so. then when he got eliminated, yung facial reactions were typical of a heel. Yeah, he's whining. Kind yeah, of when whining. he eliminated Seth, it was in such a kupal way yeah. Now you could not justify that as a baby face. All right. That makes sense. Okay, right? That, but, you know, you know he's, not a, he's not a face. Nobody thinks ever he's a face. Except the fanboy. Niya. Omos is 28. Pala. So yeah, just wanted to uh, make that clear. But yes, Logan Paul is like 27. Okay, uh, since we mentioned Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins for WrestleMania, which we're willing to put money on, is probably going to happen. Wala uh, kaming inside information or whatever. The Rumble also set up multiple storylines heading into the chamber and WrestleMania. Most notably, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. So what did you think about the Rumble being a plot device for so many stories that we're going to see over the next few weeks? You know yung sinasabi ni Raw earlier. Like, the the rumble match was great because it was able to be a story like uh parang ano eh, storyline machine like you put uh not yung parang hindi lang you put a random number of wrestlers and let them have a match but also set up multiple stories multiple uh feuds that the para maximize din yung yung match itself no and i love that within the match i could have count like five or six possible Matchups, future matchups, or future feuds uh, down the line. Actually, this is how we booked yung Path of Gold match, the PWR. So the Path of Gold match was obviously the Royal Rumble for uh, uh, for for us, because you know we had to have a Royal Rumble match. Um, we booked it in a way that it set up and you know uh, advanced a lot of different stories in the mid card. Um, you had a winner, but siempre, uh, you had a lot of other people interacting. And now that I think about it, I felt like Vince never treated it that way, the Royal Rumble that way. But I don't remember small matches being made in his Royal Rumbles. Parang it was all in the service of trying to win uh, the Royal Rumble match. You know, but to be fair, there was Undertaker Shawn Michaels that got set up through the Royal Rumble. Uh, what else? Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, 10 years after that, was also set up through the Royal Rumble. Those were your big moments, your big feuds, diba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in this kind of scale that everyone had a thing. 
yeah, that was gonna lead to something else. Uh, but you had Edge and Judgment Day. Uh, Even the women, you had a lot of these things like Bailey Becky, Deba, was also uh, set up through the Rumble, even though none of those women even made it to the final five. Yeah, Deba? exactly. But yeah, I, I love this. I, I loved how even as we were calling the Royal Rumble matches, I could tell that ah, okay, dito siya patungo. So that, that's that's actually a step in the right direction. And I I, I love it. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, the Rumble is a bunch of people trying to win, uh, trying to eliminate the last person. But siempre, not everyone can realistically do that. So you gotta you gotta set up the other stuff. This is your major plot device. Right. Ikaw, Emil, any other thoughts about this? Saka, the problem of WrestleMania's uh, in the last few years is, aside from like the big storyline, the main event, Palang kulang yung oras nila for the other feuds eh. So if you set it up as early as the Rumble, you're gonna have enough. You're gonna have ample time to build up all these other feuds that you want to feature at WrestleMania. And I think I think they did a really good job of setting up multiple matchups that is gonna happen at WrestleMania. So that was a really good Rumble in terms of storylines. All right, let's head over to the Women's Royal Rumble. And we got to start at number one with the winner. That's Mommy, Rhea Ripley, uh, having a hell of a run. Made it all the way to the end alongside Liv Morgan, who was at number two. And Rhea Ripley was already a star heading into this Royal Rumble match. She's already a former champion. But I think this makes her star even bigger than it already is. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself for not uh, projecting her to win. But okay. Lang. Um, it goes to show that I think there are a lot more options in the women's division. Like, um, it's not as clear-cut as... I mean, the men's is not as clear-cut as the women. So, that's pretty cool. And Rhea deserves it then. And her choice... I, I, are we talking about her choice? Yeah. Okay. Her choice to face Charlotte is a breath of fresh air. Because uh, SmackDown really needs more star power. Not It's also built on history from 2020. Yeah. Mm. When Charlotte won the Rumble and went after Rhea of all people. Oh, right? And uh, as much as uh, I said, I think on the pick, and pick of the week or on the last week uh, live stream, that I really want uh, that that matchup, na Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley. Because yeah. they were like the two biggest stars of the last uh, of the last few years of the women's division. But, and yet, they have never faced each other in a one-on-one match. So I... So, they were building up towards that at Mania, but turns out hindi. But I yeah, I like the Charlotte pick also because Yon may history. Ne, and uh I think Rhea will get her revenge uh on, on Charlotte. Yeah, I, I just gotta say, nah, I know, uh one of the things I like coming out of the women's rumble is how uh the, uh, the other members of the final five, not including Rhea Ripley, automatically got entered into the Elimination Chamber match as a prize for having made it that far. I thought that was a good storytelling device. It was good that in kayfabe, Adam Pierce thought of it. Na parang, oh nga, no, why, did it, why did it take us like 30 plus years of the Rumble before we thought of that? Because the Elimination Chamber. Because if there wasn't an Elimination Chamber where you had to fill six, uh, yeah, six spots, you wouldn't have had a use for those uh, runner, runners-up. Mm. So, you know. Kumbaga parang ano, consolation prize. <laughs> Ito oh. yung, yung spot na binigay uh, to the like other like four who was uh, like the like final five or something. Oh, pag hindi ka Miss Universe, ano ka, Miss Supranational ka. Parang ganun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Diba? <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about Piper Niven. 
really happy to have seen her uh, get her old name back, right? So um, none of us saw this coming, I think, uh, except for the few who were saying that, oh, you know, so uh, she might get her old name back. I think this was reported in uh, the dirt sheets several weeks ago, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen until I saw the words Piper Niven on her Tron. So what did you think about that, Ro? Because I know you were not a fan of the name Dewdrop. Yeah, I'm a big Piper Niven fan. Yeah. This is really great. Um, I miss Piper Niven. She is obviously the better Nia Jax. Uh, I like that she returned her old name, even though that's not her real, real ring name. Uh, it was a much better reflection of her character. Like, uh, who wants to be called Dewdrop, right? Uh, unless you you have a major trip, right? So it's all good. Um, I, my problem now is obviously they don't have a bunch of time on Raw for everyone. So I don't know how they're going to build this up. But very much welcome change. Diba, Dujap was like, uh, pinangala sa kanya ni Eva Marie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Eva Marie's and, no and longer it, there. And, yeah, so, and it's stuck, yeah. Yeah, so I, for me, Dujap was always going to be temporary. Like, I, when, when, you know, when people were talking about possibly her returning, I have always thought that he, she's going to go back to her, her, her old name, especially that Triple H is the one in charge. And it's been a trend uh, when Triple H took over that uh, people get their names back. So um, I'm glad you know, to see Piper Niven back uh, in the WWE. And uh, yeah, like uh, Rose said, she's a better, much better Nia Jax. And you always need a Nia, like someone like her in the roster as to be you know, the, the muscle of the division. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about Nia Jax in a bit because I want to talk about Chelsea Green making her return to WWE and uh, we've seen and it's been confirmed based on her appearance on Raw that she's re-debuted and been repackaged as a Karen. So what do you think about a Karen character being introduced in 2023? It's about time. Uh, Vince would have known what a Karen was. <laughs> so, okay then. Um, it fits, I guess, because uh, you do need something to make you stand out. So, I don't know. I don't watch or haven't watched enough Chelsea Green to judge her ring work, but uh, I don't know if it's like the perfect, the best character for her. But okay, push, push that in. All right, you got Emil. Uh, do you like Chelsea Green? Uh, did you want to see her come back? Honestly, I haven't really. I really haven't much known of Chelsea Green before. I mean, I watched her on Impact, but I didn't I didn't really feel like her gimmick would have translated well in WWE. I mean, they tried in her first uh, stint there with uh, parang yung, like, uh, I think that was a diva gimmick. And then now she's back with the Karen and it fits. It fits. <laughs> you know, it's about time we have a Karen gimmick. And I feel like her acting is well enough to do that role uh, just some justice so um napaka she was she's a perfect person to do the karen gimmick in the wwe oh to my question from ina in the comments what is a karen what is a karen what is a karen? <laughs> <laughs> no a karen is i know it's a caricature about of the typical american tita yeah. na mareklamo ang daming kuda na hindi naman justified feeling very entitled na uh, the customers always right kahit na halatang halata na malisha uh, they're often white females yeah <laughs> that is the stereotype of a karen that's why they're called karen Yes. So yun, yun lang naman. I mean, we also acknowledge that anyone can be named Karen regardless of your race. Yes. But the stereotype of a Karen is that they're a white lady. So yun. 
a white woman. A white lady. <laughs> yeah. They're a white woman. And Chelsea Green is a white woman. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it fits, to be fair. Bagay naman sa kanya yung role. And I, I actually like it for her. It's very yep. current. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Vince would have no, wouldn't have known that. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the return of Asuka. Etana, you guys have been waiting for this in the comments. Uh, people popped as soon as she came out with that mask. And then the moment that she unmasked, uh, we, we saw the Asuka, the Kana that we wanted to see for so, so long. So uh, does this count as a surprise you like to see the most or you wanted to see the most? I, I, I didn't know I wanted to see it. Um, I was being teased, but... Uh... It was great. Um, it was a surprise, yes. Uh, I wouldn't say it was something I wanted to see the most, but it is a good return to form for Asuka. I say Vince did her dirty. I, even though you might say that she enjoyed being fun and uh, medio quirky, uh, obviously, if she wanted to stay that way, she would She would have. Right? If... Uh, she wouldn't have done this character change if she didn't want to. People in the comments want so many women to step on them. Rhea Ripley, Asuka, <laughs> Piper Niven. Pumili ka kayo ng isa. <laughs> Ikaw, Emil, magpapapaka ba kayo Dark Asuka? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, uh, I really love this, uh, this, uh, this persona of, of Asuka because... For those who have watched her before her time in WWE, this is one of her like, this is like the final boss version of her. And uh, again, we to we, be on a mega evolution, Asuka. Yeah, like we 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 would love to for Asuka to be taken more seriously. I guess. I mean, she did, uh, naman with her previous persona, but I feel like this is the right gimmick for it for for like a main event like badass Asuka run. Mm-hmm. So uh, with this version of Asuka, and now that we know that Rhea Ripley is going after Charlotte Flair, do you think this dark Asuka is Bianca's next challenger? Dapat lang. Yeah. I mean, what else would you do with it? Diba? Um, she's well, in the chamber. She's in the chamber. She is uh, mouthing off at uh, Karen. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, dapat lang. There is no other way. Like, um, Who else are you going to put before Bianca? I think Bianca's been in the mall. I don't know. Uh, the chamber as it stands is Raquel, Liv, Asuka, and Nikki Cross, and dalawang TBD. Yeah. So I can't really think of anyone that's not Dark Asuka going up against Bianca. Yeah. Dark Asuka should be OP. That's that's the one thing that I, I would, think she will be. Yeah. yeah, she should be. She should be OP. I guess. Yeah, uh, that that's overpowered for for those who don't speak internet. All right. Uh, last couple of things before we head to uh, the end of uh, our our live stream. Uh, Nia Jax is apparently not signed back. So um, based on what we saw, parang one-time thing lang siya. We, we didn't see her on Raw. I don't know if she might show up on SmackDown, pero ang bali-balita is baka one-time thing lang to. So what do you guys think about this one? I don't hate Nia Jax as much as most people do. Like, um, there is a market, there is a niche for her. Pero obviously she's not popular. So okay lang din that, sige, um... It's not a big loss. It's not a big gain. It's not a big loss. So I don't know why she, why Triple H brought her back. So maybe that's the head scratcher here. But it is what it is. And but it's just a thing. Like it doesn't matter. Rio won. Yeah. And honey, okay, lang naman It's a one time thing. I mean, not everyone who's going to like have a, not everyone who is a surprise entrant in the Rumble is going to be signed or is going to be there for the long term. So, yung mga, 
I think we said this before when the topic was yung like too much too much on the returns. Like there's there's some people now you don't really need to bring them bring them back like full time. You just need to maybe have them appear at the rumble. Like it that's the place where you have those returns that you don't really want uh in your roster for for the long run. Eto, uh, last thing on the women's rumble, and this is a question I also heard uh, get asked on the Mass Man show. What do you guys think of someone like Nia Jax or a Braun Strowman? Uh, you know, they're homegrown WWE products. They get released during the pandemic, and then they didn't really get to show up anywhere else. And then so WWE lang din sila bumalik or nagpakita ulit. Well, I mean, masaya sila na not resting. I know Nia after she got released, she didn't really want to wrestle again. Uh she didn't trash the indies like uh, Braun did, but it did seem like she was set for life. I mean, for life, but she was just okay. And um, who are we to judge that? Like, <laughs> um, no, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I don't really mind. I didn't really mind uh, Naya not showing up anywhere. I think a lot of people didn't really mind that as well. So, but I mean, okay. So, so she didn't show up. Nobody's looking for her. Yun din eh. wala, wala din masyadong demand for for Nia Jax anywhere. Like no no one is in the internet screaming, "Oh, I want Nia Jax in AEW." No, no one's saying that. So <laughs> Talaga nahanap sa buong internet wala nagsabi noon. Talaga. I mean, <laughs> the general population doesn't really say that. Or like with Braun Strowman, like no one wanted Braun Strowman to to be anywhere else, but you know, siguro some people want him back in WWE, but when we talk about other places, I didn't hear I didn't hear any people hype for Braun Strowman appearing in their promotion. So, it's, it's okay lang naman. Wala, wala, namang, wala namang problema dun, I think, for me. All right. Sige, uh, last bit uh, about the Royal Rumble PLE is the pitch black match. And this is... Well, okay, let me just get my feelings out there before Ro gets his. Ako, bilang binabayaran ako, wala akong problema sa mga client. Ah. Wala, akong, wala akong problema oh, yeah, yeah. sa mga sponsored content. Kasi... Nakakatulong yan sa bottom line yeah, ng kumpanya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nakakatulong yan sa pambayad sa talents. Nakakatulong yan sa pambayad sa akin. So, pag akong tatanungin mo, basta bayad yan, okay na okay yan sa akin. Wala akong problema dyan. I have no problems with uh, sponsored content either. I, I have no problems with sponsorships. That is literally my line of work. Uh, I propose these sponsorships uh, for... Uh, Platforms like WWE, you know, this is a part of our job. So I don't hate the idea of corporate sponsorships. That's also where I agree with you. Emil, what do you think? Because I know Rowan doesn't like corporate sponsorships. Oh, si Rowan galit sa pera yan. Oh. Eh. Kaya pag tayo naka-lockdown tayo ng deal na close natin, walang cut si Rowan. Ha? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with sponsors. I mean, you already pretty much said uh, what you know. I think most people feel like uh, right, feel about uh, corporate sponsorships. It Helps the company. I mean, ano eh, pera yan eh. Ba't po tatanggan yung swerte? Ba't po tatanggan yung pera? So, napaka, napaka, naman nun, napaka bad thing for for a business to to decline such uh, corporate sponsorships uh, like Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um. I, I Again, I don't hate the idea of Mountain Dew sponsoring something. But why did it have to be Bray Wyatt? <laughs> like why 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 this you know obviously the client was okay was approved or approved Bray Wyatt like yes but you know do some do some research like why is this the guy you would sponsor uh, a Miami nightclub rave match right? 
why why is he the one getting a soda sponsorship? Like, okay, if he's not brain LA Knight, you know. Actually, LA Knight is like he did his part well. Like in in the advertised adver, in the adverts leading to the match, he really did well. So I'm okay with LA Knight, but not Bray Wyatt. Yeah, because you know Bray Wyatt is doing this super serious, supernatural uh, Moon Knight ish character that nobody understands. And then you undermine all of that seriousness with a glow-in-the-dark blacklight match. So how does that connect? It's like we uh, the, the client chose that guy and ran with it, assuming it all made sense. But it, it, it did not. Um, like, I, I don't know why sales also allowed this. I don't know why creative didn't fight back on this and suggested someone else. Like, I'm sure there could have been someone else. Like, I don't know, Alexa, Bianca. That, w- that was less, uh, that was less supernatural than this, I would say. And I would have much rather seen them in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. Just not this. Because it doesn't, it doesn't fit. It, it is not a fitting vehicle for your brand placement. Okay, so we've talked about the corporate sponsorship of it all. So let's talk about the actual match and the story. Uh, where does Bray Wyatt go from here? Because LA Knight is dead. <laughs> I mean, uh, Uncle Howdy straight up unalived the guy. Yeah, he missed. Yeah, he missed. He missed. <laughs> all right, so let's say Uncle Howdy... So, yeah, that was a fail because he missed. So... That that killed Bray's credibility even more. Oh, Uncle Howdy didn't get all of it. Oh, LA Knight got unalived. Oh, Panasi Bray Wyatt. I don't know. I don't know. Chat, chat. Are you still Bray Wyatt fans after all this? Because I can't think of anyone else to feud with Bray at this point. Like, na babaga. I don't. I don't know. I'm lost. I'm. I'm just fucking done with Bray Wyatt. I'm just fucking done. Like, I when he when he came back. I wasn't even excited because I knew the Fiend stuff from before he left. Yes, the White Rabbit uh, tease was fun. It was innovative with all the QR codes and all that shit. All the little, all the little details. But this stuff is is just bad. Like Bray Wyatt has too much creative freedom, and that is an actual thing. Like you, it's not always good to have that much creative freedom. Like I want. I want Wyndham Rotunda to stop writing his shit. I'm just done. Like, I don't know how any of you can still stomach this. Because it, it makes zero sense. Um, maybe it makes a little sense in his head. But it's not presented in a way that makes it easy for anyone to follow. Because Moon Knight was easy to, for people to follow. That was understandable. And it was complex as hell. But I got it. You got it. Everyone got it. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt is just not. It's just dense, you know. It's, I'm just done. Like, I don't know why we still do this. Why why we still carry on with this. In nine years of podcasting with Ro, I don't remember the last time that he has given up on any character. I, I, I literally do not. Oh, I, uh, this is a first in the nine years we've been podcasting. But I just got to say, Ako, bottom line, masaya ako na nagka-pera si LA Knight at Bray yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, LA Knight deserves the money. He, yeah. he been, sila, deserve he, no, no, no. LA Knight deserves the money. He's been carrying this shit. He willingly subjected himself to this insane, vague bullshit that not even he understands. He literally said he doesn't understand what was going on. <laughs> but he said that on SmackDown. He doesn't know what was going on. He was just playing along. And 
you know, for, for his career, diba? <laughs> para, para umusbong yung career niya. But otherwise, this is just, this is just, you know, I, I feel bad for LA Knight the most. It's, uh, it's one of those things that you understand because he was getting that bag, but also it's just sad because he was stuck with it. I would say. Ikaw Emil, may feelings ka pa ba? Um, Ro pretty much said what everything that <laughs> that I wanted to say as well. Um, La Knight, he his back must be hurting from carrying yeah. this feud. Oh. And he lost. <laughs> he fucking lost. He lost. Yeah, so. And he had to deal with the embarrassment of not getting hit with the falling Uncle Howdy. Yep, so... Sa bottom line, masaya ako binayaran sila. Ilang on the record. Uh, speaking of like the corporate sponsorships, I think the NBA used Mountain Dew better than the WWE. I mean, yung... Sige, Mount, explain. Yung Mountain... Yung, uh, yung gusto ko... This one I really didn't like the how they use. But with the NBA, with the how they use like the Mountain Dew, like the three-point contest, it incorporated the Mountain Dew with the Dew Zone and the Dew, the green ball. I remember that from last yeah, year. Yeah, yes, so yes. I think, yeah... Like, wala naman problema with sponsorships. The only problem is yung company, like, what they will do with that sponsorship. With the exactly, visuals yes. of the pitch black match, it would have been a really good time to have Naomi there. Oh, yeah. That could have been, you know, yeah. you know, if you were going to have a Mountain Dew pitch black match, why not bring back Naomi to face Bianca Belair? That was like the perfect fit for it. I, ho- I just hope that they offered it to her. Like, uh, you will get the sponsorship money from Mountain Dew just to have your signature aesthetic on it. Well, we never know. Uh, for now, as it stands, you know, uh, we are where we are and it is what it is. Okay, uh, we promised you guys now we were going to do the NXT Vengeance Day predictions but we're closing in on an hour on, on the live stream and we don't want to put you through a, a supersized live show uh, just because you all have something better to do on a Thursday night. So we're going to include that in the audio-only part along with our thoughts on Samoa Joe winning back the TNT Championship, all right? So go watch out for all of that when the audio-only version of this episode drops on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts by tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. all right? Uh, picks of the Week, that's coming up on Tuesday next week. So abangan rin yan, please. Uh, but if you want to put your Picks of the Week in the comments, go right ahead. Di rin namin kayo pipigilan. Di namin babasahin. Oh, yeah. We just can't do that tonight, all right? For now, let's get to some plugs. Emil, what do you have going on? All right, so just follow me on TikTok. I just posted a video uh, yesterday. Nagpredict ko yung sino makapasok sa All Star Reserves for the NBA All Star Weekend. So um, if you want to see my picks, follow me on TikTok. Pag nagkamli si Emil, singilin yung sa at email underscore meister twenty two, and also on Twitter at email underscore meister. So. Yun, uh, just follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, no new things to plug. No new episodes of any other podcasts to plug. Uh, follow as well. Support MWF, Manila Wrestling Federation. Uh, the, the, the season is going to pick back up next month. So you have time to catch up on everything that's happened in 2022 by subscribing to MWF on Gang. Just go to manilawrestling.com. And sign up for ten dollars or around five or six hundred forty pesos, five forty pesos, really cheap. You can use credit card, debit card, GCash, all of that easy uh, payment methods. So again, ManilaWrestling.com, and we'll see you soon. Uh, if you are going to some live events here in the Philippines, uh, we have changed up the venue schedule. Um, first, we'll be doing um, fitness uh, playground. Was it? Sorry, I forgot what it was. Um, 
yon uh, for the TV tapings and then Power Max Center Spotlight for our big events, which will be um, happening thrice this year. So stay tuned for that. Actually, the both schedule it, so you can plan your your weekends of uh, live wrestling around it. You know. All right. Uh, for me, naman, uh, alam na ako sa radio for the time being. So I'm going to be resurrecting on deck with Stancy. Uh, season five of the podcast will happen uh, at the end of this quarter of the year. I promise you guys that. All right. So uh, go follow the podcast if you haven't yet. It's on deck with Stancy on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big shout outs once again to Babyface producer Mike and the rest of the team in the control booth and our bosses over here at Podcast Network Asia. Maraming maraming salamat po. Uh, it's, it's great to be back live and in the studio. This is going to happen more than once in the year of our Lord 2023. Kita kita tayo And as always, you can follow us everywhere at EML underscore Meister, at Row is War, at Chino Supersize, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stancy. On behalf of Ro Moran and Emil ASH, my name is Stancy saying thank you very much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, don't be a dick. All right? Wear your seatbelts. Peace. Yes. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Time for the audio-only portion of this week's podcast. And as we promised, we're going to talk about NXT Vengeance Day, which is happening this weekend. That's going to be on Sunday, Manila time. Hindi natin alam kung magpapakita siya on Disney+. Sa totoo lang. It's Thursday. So if it hasn't been posted to social media and Disney+, then it is no luck for us. We are so, shit out of luck. Oh, kanya-kanyang paraan na lang. Ha? Para, paraan na lang sa panonood ng NXT Vengeance Day. Kasi wala sa Disney+. Plus, eh. Anyway, uh, six matches on the card on uh, uh, for NXT's first premium live event outside of the performance center since Stand and Deliver from last year. So let's get, uh, let's start with the NXT Tag Team Championship. It's a fatal four-way. It's the New Day. They've been feuding with Pretty Deadly. And then Gallus inserted themselves in the conversation. And then this past week, Merong Triple Threat where the winners, Chase Yu, inserted themselves into the match. So now it's a fatal four-way. So... I don't know about you guys, but I think uh, tapos na yung run ng New Day as tag team champions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's been fun. Uh, okay, na rin to. Like uh, they have been appearing much uh, more on SmackDown, so it's okay to end the New Day experiment. I think they did what they set out to do, and I think this is a way to get the championships back to Gallus or Ooh. to Gallus. Uh. So Gallus is your pick. Ikaw, Emil, what's your pick? Same thing. Then I got Gallus winning this one because, and then. I like the multi multi team setup because in because I think again New Day they're pretty much done in NXT. Uh, they did what they can do down there, and uh, it's time for them to go back to the main roster. And the way to do that is to have this multi tag team uh, match so that they don't get they don't get uh, they don't get pinned, and they will also lose the titles at the same time. So uh, it's a pretty good way of. Uh, uh, losing and not losing. Yeah, yeah. protecting <laughs> New Day. So, but then out of the three teams, I think the team with the most momentum right now is Gallus. Not Chase U. 
No, not JCU. Yeah. Because they're going to feud with, um, what's the name of the, the Dyad? Oh, the Dyad. Yeah, I think they're going to feud with Dyad. So I don't think they're going to win the titles yet. So uh, I got Gallus with, with this one winning this match. Okay, so unanimous pick from the podcast. It's Gallus winning the NXT Tag Team Championships. Let's go over to the women's side of things with Katana Chance and Ate Caden Carter taking on Kiana James and Fallon Henley for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. I actually think that Kiana James and Fallon Henley might win this because they're an odd couple. Yes, and not just because of that. Uh, the main roster women's tag team divisions are fucking dead. Um, so much is happening with the singles championships. So, uh, if it were me, I would drop the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship and bring up the KCs to the main roster. Because it's been sad, it's been sad for them. Nobody's nobody is literally around to challenge them for the, for the championships. Yeah, you kind of do need another women's tag team on the main roster. And I think the KCs have been in NXT long enough. Parang hinug na sila, I think. I hope. And if they're not hinug yet, then I think it's about time to see if they can be hinug sooner than later. So, yun. Ikaw, Emil, uh, unanimous pick din ba? Yeah. And uh, mas intriguing kasi yung uh, team nila, Kiana and Fallon. Because I think in the recent few week, uh, recent weeks of NXT um, they were they are kind of pinagago nila yung tag team ni Josh Briggs and uh, the, the other guy yeah Brooks, <laughs> Brooks Jensen, Brooks Jensen. Same, so, yeah. so so I think someone from from the two of them proposed na what if they just team up and, yeah that was Brooks kasi yeah. <laughs> same ni Keanu James. yeah so that's uh, how we got to this match and uh, I feel like mas ano mas uh, may may buhay yung yung tag team titles if maupunta kila Keanu James and Fallon Henley yeah, parang ano to, uh, MVP and Matt Hardy from the mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun. Next up, two out of three falls match between Apollo Crews and Carmelo Hayes. So this is like the rubber match between both guys because they're one and one against one another. I actually don't know who's winning this, but uh, I, I think Apollo Crews has to say it NXT because his long-term arc is him going after the NXT championship, diba? What are the stakes? Nobody has to leave. Right? Nobody, lang. Okay. Yeah, so that's why it's tough to call. Like, There is nothing on the line except for, yeah, bragging rights. Emil is right here. Uh, on one hand, um, nobody can lose. Like, I don't see anybody losing. It would have been so much better if somebody had to leave. Like, so again, let's say Cruz wins and he goes after, no, he really went after. Diba, no graduation match to Carmelo Hayes. That's what I'm thinking as well. But, they also had a lot of opportunities to pull the trigger on Hayes and they did not. So, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Both people have challenged Braun already for yes. the championship. Yes. So, I can't see them doing that again anytime soon unless we get a new champion. So, yeah. Sana loser leaves NXT match to, you know? I'm going to predict this later. But based on that prediction... I feel like Apollo Crews should win. Okay. I, I see where you're going. Ikaw, Emil. Um, ano kasi, I'm still, if this is gonna be it for Melo, ako because I've always pegged him as the guy who's gonna take uh, the title away from Braun. Ever since, even, even on this podcast, I've been saying that for a while na he's gonna be the one who's gonna uh, break uh, Braun Breaker's uh, winning streak. And it looks like that ship has pretty much sailed at this point because you got uh, Grayson Waller who now I think is going to be oh no spoilers for the later prediction but you got someone like Grayson Waller now 
So, I don't know. Uh, maybe Apollo because he has been losing the big matches lately. So I want him to at least win one. So I got Apollo winning this one. Yeah. Um, I think this might be Melo's graduation match after we've called it several big NXT events in a row. No? So uh, with that logic, I think Apollo's winning this one as well. Next up, NXT North American Championship. It is Wesley versus American Chono. Dijak. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Dijak has to win. Because what else do you do with Dijak if he loses? And I think Wesley is overdoing it for a main roster call-up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Because he's been stuck down there. He's pretty good. He's like the better, um, he's like the better uh sidees that they've had over the past couple of years. So it is time for him. I don't know if he has a spot, but it is time for him. So I would see Dijak win. Uh, he would uh, validate his comeback to NXT and his repackaging. Yeah, he could be like NXT's Gunther. Yeah, so I also got Dijak winning this one. Because it's a new gimmick. Eh? So they had to put it, they really had to put him over or else yung gimmick niya. And uh, again, Wesley... Uh, Deepa Wesley has been in NXT since like 2019 or 2021. Oh, 2021. 2021. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's been over Yeah, he's too good for this. Like, uh, yes, he is uh here to possibly bring out the best in the in the kids. Pero there are other people to do that. Like there, there's Apollo Cruz, there's Dijak, who's I don't know he's he's down there as well. So I don't think he is needed that much anymore. All right. Moving on to the main singles championships. First, a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. It is Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. And honestly, I don't see either of Toxic Attraction winning this unless unless they want to replicate the Lay Cool run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's Roxanne's to win. And again, uh, if you need if you want KC to go up, then I would put I would bring up Toxic Attraction finally. Because main roster women's tag team championship. Again, ano overdue na yung toxic attraction for a call up because if I can remember remember it correctly, they were in the tournament right in the um, tag team. Yes, when, but Gigi was injured. Ah, yeah, that's why. So siguro yun lang yung derail nung pag yung call up nila. But they, I think they they are already due for a call up and. Again, I know, <laughs> like, paano sila magkakasundo kung sino mananalo? Like, that's, even the lot, even kayfabe logic of the match. Yeah, Layla and Michelle McCool made it work for a while. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, split the okay. championship in half. Mm, yeah. They King Solomon did. Literally in half. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, in the in the last, like, episode of NXT, they, they pretty much uh, teased na, they, they won't, like, cooperate with each other and they still would want to would want to win it for themselves. So. Actually, the, so, sorry to cut you off, but the more I think about it, the more I want Toxic Attraction <laughs> to lay cool this. I mean, okay. I wasn't like, there for the lay cool run. You didn't know the wrestling. So I kind of want to see this for myself. That that would be interesting. And that would be, I'd be curious on how they would pull that off. Like, sino yung pin kay Roxanne if they're gonna pin her at the same time or <laughs> something. But in general, like, it's still kind of pretty early for Roxanne to lose her, her belt. So mm-hmm. I got Roxanne winning this one. 
All right. And the presumptive main event, the steel cage match for the NXT Championship. Is it Braun Breaker or is it our friend of the podcast, Grayson Waller? Sana naman si Grayson. Like, everyone is done with Braun. Like, this current this current incarnation of Braun. Because it's, it's so not compelling. Um, the booking behind him is not compelling. The way he wrestles, the, ma- the layout of his matches is not compelling. He, he doesn't give us... Um, you know, high drama, cardiac finishes that uh, so characterize a bunch of great matches. So uh, nothing about this is fun anymore, I would say. Like, I don't see anyone who is still cheering on Braun Breaker in this current incarnation. Like, uh, yes, a lot of people don't like Grayson Waller even more. But at this point, the guy has been working so hard that you can't help but root for him. Yeah, uh, I mean, alam naman natin yung ba- na bias ko talaga si Grayson yeah, Waller. Yeah, bias natin siya. Uh, yeah, like, you know, like, before any one of you had seen yeah, him, I sure. was already rooting for Grayson Waller. So, like, I will be very, very upset <laughs> if Grayson Waller doesn't get his time as NXT champion. So, and saka yung statement ni Ro about Braun Breaker, it's not like Braun Breaker is a bad wrestler. Yeah, he's not bad. It's just, it's just nothing around yeah. him is working right now. Yeah. But naka, saka, naka umay na eh. Like, um, it's, it's like Goldberg, but without all the, the hype. <laughs> true, the hype true. and, uh, the excitement re- surrounding the winning streak that he's been having. So, please, um, please, Grayson Waller, let, let Grayson Waller win at this point so that, um, Braun can have a fresh start, uh, in the main roster or like somewhere else or something. All right, uh, let's go to AEW now and let's talk about something from outside the ring. They announced that they're going to be going on tour now uh, for house shows and this is called the AEW House Rules. So it's a live event series taking place on select weekends in markets across the US. That's according to the press release that they dropped on their official website. And it took a while. Um, Shepre in a pandemic, so that obviously derailed their plans then. But uh, Ro, business-wise, do you think this is a good move for AEW? Yes, and uh, experience wise and for the roster. Like you, it's fun. Um, personally, as a wrestler, it's fun to just wrestle once a week, twice a week, even. But it's not going to do much for you, especially if you are among the many young boys and girls of the AEW roster. Like they need that. Um, they need those reps, and you can't always count on them getting bookings in the in the shows. So. Uh, a lot of parts around the U.S. also want to see AEW in their local stadiums, in their local auditoriums, if you will. So it's nice then that they go out there and test the. I don't know. I don't know what the schedule is. I don't know if it's towns that they don't always run. But I'm assuming that if it's a smaller circuit, if it's a smaller show circuit, it's likely going to be towns that don't always get the TV shows. So. Okay, din yun. Uh, we all know from here that house shows, live events are always great. They don't have to have a TV show in Manila, in Moa Arena. If, uh, we just want to see them wrestle in front of us. So house shows are always good. Just don't run down the roster too much. That's the, that's the problem WWE had pre-pandemic that they were running too many house shows that the wrestlers were getting burned out. So okay, though, just... I just hope that Tony Khan has learned those lessons. Ikaw, Emil, would you watch an AEW house show? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Um, it's a chance for me to 
see the wrestlers uh, in person. And again, I haven't been to a live wrestling show. So yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Naga, eh. yeah. <laughs> There's no wrestling in, no, no, in, there's our, no wrestling in Naga. Naga. The, the farthest we've gone was Kazan. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, if there's a chance for me to uh, go see an, an AEW house show, I would definitely go. So I think house shows can be good then for AEW to test things out, like test matchups, rivalries, things uh, that they wanna they they wanna introduce uh, to the TV audience, but you know they need to see first if it's gonna work with the uh, the house show audience and also for other lower card mid card wrestlers to get some reps because yeah wrestling on dark is good but dark matches are like what four five minutes usually. you know man like, like yeah yung mga lower yung mga talagang lower card people like they only get few minutes of reps on dark so I feel like in house shows they're gonna get a lot more time. They're gonna they're gonna be exposed a little bit more. So that Siguro by the time that TK wants to use them on Dynamite or Rampage, they'll be ready and Dina Sila green or something. Yeah, uh, based on the press release, parang initiative to ni Double J, Jeff Jarrett, who our boss, Ron Baiteong, just uh, got to oh, meet right. during his recent trip to the US. Before he was director of live events. Yeah, so now he's director of business dev for AEW. Um, since we're, uh, we are talking about AEW, we're talking about Samoa Joe, who is now the king of television once again. He's a two-time TNT champion after he straight-up murdered Darby Allin in that no-holds-barred match. To be fair, though, I have to give it to Darby because this crazy MFR entered in a hoodie that was like littered with thumbtacks. Even I, you know, I'm not the biggest Darby Allin fan. I was like, this guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> well, what was it about the, the hoodie with thumbtacks? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> Only Darby Allen can pull that off, honestly. Yeah, medyo nakakagago lang siya as an idea. And the way that they just uh, straight up tried to demolish each other's backs uh, until the end, hinubaran nila yung ring basically and then Joe did the muscle buster on the exposed wood. Good God. Uh, you all find the exposed wood spots. Like, I, I, it's so corny, I think. Why? I don't know. Like, it didn't hit for me the first time I saw it when Adam Cole. Adam Cole. No, it's not Champa and Gargano. Champa and Gargano. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it it just wasn't it for me. Like, parang it's weird that you have to uncover the ring to kill someone to to finally put them away. You know, it's it's just weird to me. Ikaw um, I I I I love this match because um. Honestly, yung series of matches sila, the three matches that they had, I love them all. And nag nag escalate siya to this where literally nagpapatay na sila sa sa ring and um ayun lang natalo si Darby Allen. I really wanted Darby to continue his reign because he's been having a string of really great matches recently on TV, but there were also reports that the reason why he's he, injured, diba? Yeah, he relinquishes. He's also going to tape a uh, a TV show ah, of his own okay, like okay. Pa- parang ano Jack as style though so uh, <laughs> <laughs> on brand that. naman yeah so uh, plus I think ano eh, they were just waiting at, uh, also for Wardlow to recover so that they can continue the Joe um, Wardlow feud so. yeah so that happened at the very end uh, sinugod ni Wardlow si Joe and Joe was able to just slip out of the ring and get away from a rampaging Wardlow and, and I can't help but to think yung bagong gupit ni Wardlow he 
kind of looks like more now the the Batista, yung ruthless aggression Batista, because mm. of like the short hair. Yeah, I, I didn't like the man bun. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so now I think he he looks more like a I think a main eventer than before where mm. it was yung <laughs> main ponytail. Main ponytail. What's that word? Man bun. Man Okay, sure. Speaking of main event stuff, uh, shout out to MJF and his dress shirt merch. You parang like pinstripes na better than you. Uh. Th- that is one of the better pieces of merch that I've seen in recent memory. I, I would wear that to an office meeting. I think, <laughs> I think I would. Because it's more difficult to print, right? It's more better than you. Tapos kinamayan ka, right? Tapos gagutwa. Yes, it's creative because usually wrestling, sh- wrestling merch or t shirts. Yeah, have you seen AEW merch? It's so edge, edge yeah. lordy. Yeah. <laughs> It, it plays to the uh, common wrestling fan w- desire of wearing black shirts. Black shirts yeah. Yeah. So yung, yung presyo daw niya is uh, $50. So that's around 2,600 yeah, pesos. Yeah, yeah, Would yeah. you buy a dress shirt ni MJF at that price? It's a dress shirt, yeah. Yeah. As long as the material was good. So shout out sa nakaisip ng idea niyo. Napakagandang merch idea. Alright, so that's going to do it for the audio-only portion of this week's podcast. As always, follow the show at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or at Wrestling 2 Pod on your usual socials and follow the show on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts as well. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.